John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum is the direct sequel to John Wick Chapter 2, and unsurprisingly the third film in the John Wick trilogy. But is this one wicked or wickety wickety whack? I'm Mike. That's the greatest intro we've ever done. And this is Popscorn. Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we are talking about John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. Pick one, you're not a Star Wars film, you either get numeration or you get a subtitle. You don't get both. At least they said it in the film. Yeah, yeah, they did. Prepare for war? That's pretty much what it is, yeah. yeah prepare for war. Cool. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I am, of course, looking forward to John Wick Chapter 4, A New Glock. <laughs> John Wick Chapter 5, The Bowery King Strikes Back. And of course, John Wick Chapter 6, Return of the Wick. Yes. Return of the, the Wick. wick. <laughs> Return of the Wick. Oh my God. Um, hello. We have diversions. I'm still Mike. No, I'm Darren. Uh, yeah, um, now John Wick, I believe number one is still one of your favourite action movies ever. It is one of the tightest, most... I, I genuinely think one of the most perfect action movies. Uh, Straightforward revenge thriller, which I really I feel like enjoyed. you even said at one point it was your favourite action movie. It's up there with Mad Max. It's got to be... A, well, uh, specifically Fury Road. Because I think... put it with Die Hard, and I was like... It's... Oh, he's... A, like, I know Die Hard's a classic, but, like, I really love John Wick. Uh, you're making a terrible face at me. Oh, God. Look, John Wick... John Wick. Die, Die Hard is the perfect Christmas movie, and I will have no other words said about it. It is fantastic. Fine. John Wick is, in my opinion, one of the better lower-budget franchises yeah. to come out of recent years. It's the best comeback vehicle for Keanu Reeves we could have hoped for. Yep. And it's just... It's thought about from a pure action perspective because it's directed by people who were stuntmen. Yep, I agree with that. But I came out of John Wick 2 with a bit of a lesser opinion because... Oh, excuse me. That kind of the whole world of assassin thing mm. I think got quite stupid yeah. near the end of that movie. Yeah. And they've doubled down on it here in that everybody in the city of New York is not only an assassin, but automatically knows that everyone wants John Wick and who John Wick is. Yeah. Now, I liked... That's what I liked about the subtlety of the first one, is the the inner workings of that assassin's world were still kind of restricted to a few buildings, kept under yeah. wraps. Subtle. And again, there's that subtlety of somebody says the name John Wick... And if you know, you know to be scared. Exactly. That's what was so good about the first one is that nobody thinks they can kill John Wick. Because the second and the third, and this movie especially, is spent primarily with people who think they can take down the, the what is essentially an anime protagonist. Yeah. Um, what's so good about the first one is there is inevitability that you're not going to win. He is going to win. It's just the interesting way we're going to get from yeah. point A to point yeah, B. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, because I think the first John Wick movie is just in a bubble, just yeah. so incredible. Yeah. You kind of have to view this one, the third one, as a direct following on from uh, Chapter 2, because it starts pretty much as Chapter 2 left off. Yeah, yeah. Almost to the point where the first shot of the movie is the last shot of the, the, yeah. last, the last one. So you have to kind of treat it as a part two to the part two. 
and married up, there is enough stupid plot and some action in the second one. Whereas this one is a continuation, but still a lessening of the stupid plot. Yeah. But far better action. Well, this is the thing. So I came out of John Wick 2 with all the problems I had. of like, why is everyone an assassin? That's really stupid. It feels like a departure from the first one. I'm now looking back on John Wick 2, how I look back on Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Right. Of like a necessity film mm. that kind of bridges two very different movies. Yeah. Because if you watch 1 and 3 back to back, they don't seem like they're in the same franchise. No. But because of number 2 kind of taking the bullet for both of them, yeah. I think it allowed me to enjoy number 3 that much more. Yeah, definitely. Because I just kind of, I said, right, okay, this is the world we're now in. Number two was the awkward transition between these two. I mean, it's still two is still pretty good, and I like a lot of the action scenes, but that the heavy contrivance of the, well, everyone's an assassin now, and everyone in Central Park stops to, you know, point a gun at him. If we now accept that's a reality, that's kayfabe, fucking love this movie. <laughs> yeah. Good God. Like, I think it takes a little bit of a dip in the middle mm. when they take him out of New York. Yeah. But that first opening, what, 45 minutes? Yeah. Of essentially, what if the raid was in a city? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's unbelievably it's good. It's so good. It's back-to-back fight scenes. So good. So much so, they got the people from the raid. <laughs> yeah, from, for the... The for mad the dog is yeah, in this yeah. movie. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that first 45 minutes is just crazy good. It's so, so good. And it feels so visceral, but it feels quick and stylish. But it's still... A grimy slugfest. And <laughs> slightly ruined by... You'll know it when you see it, but there's a fight early on in what appears to be some kind of knife depository. Yes. And all I could <laughs> the think... The knife museum. Yeah. All I could think about was, it's just five blokes and a fuckload of cutlery. <laughs> 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 yep. It is, however, yep. one of the best... They're all the best fight scenes. Look, I'm not going to spoil too much, but... If you were on the fence about seeing this film, and if you've seen the first two, don't worry, you're going to love this. Yeah. The crazy plot is not hard to understand, so I think maybe if you are on the fence and haven't seen two, you're not going to get the gravitas straight away, but if you're there for the spectacle, you won't be fucking disappointed. Uh, The opening moments, again, I really don't want to spoil too much, so if you want to know nothing, stop listening now, because it's a recommendation. But the opening moments, John Wick kills a man with a book, and that is about the fourth or fifth craziest thing that happens in the film. Yeah, easily. It just, it does not stop. No. Like, it is literally, the the talky bits are just necessitating you getting to the next action bit, but in the best way possible. That would be, a, a you know, a backhanded compliment to the Transformers franchise, but their action scenes aren't good. No. It's just, the action scenes are now twice as long as anything else. (laughs) And the dialogue is the tedious bit in the middle that you've kind of got to get through. Yeah. And, yeah, it's... I I still struggle a little bit. Like, the character of John Wick is still a bit strange to me. Mm. Because they kind of give him a backstory without giving him a backstory. Yeah, I'm not sure I liked 100% what they did with that. Yeah, so you kind of get this sense of history with John Wick. But they're not... Telling you, and that's to be admired in some respects, mm. that you just you kind of go with it because that's you know the the pace of the movie just kind of drags you forward. But there's so many like he has so many doodads that he just <laughs> gives to people, and they they give him something in return. Yeah, 
and literally everyone knows the instant he flashes his like coin thing at them, they know what that means. Even a random taxi driver. There's a bit <laughs> yeah. where him and the dog get in the taxi yeah. and he goes, I want to go to this place. He changed his mind. And he says, right, just take the dog back to the hotel. And he says, okay, Mr. Wick. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so the taxi driver's an assassin as well. So the taxi okay. driver was just playing cool, apparently. Yes, but he saw a doodad and then changed his <laughs> mind on the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, God, it's just let Keanu drag you through the through the goddamn action scenes and you'll have a good time. Oh, but when it's good. When so it's good. good. It's and so they've good. gone with... Because, I mean, John Wick's do was still a lot of shooting people. Yeah. There's a lot of that in this one, but it feels like each action scene, they went out the way to like, right, what is the USP of this? <laughs> you know, in the knife museum, it's <laughs> lots of knives. In yeah. the library, it's books. In the, you know, when Howdy Berry turns up with two dogs, you're going to get some dog fighting. Yeah. Um, of course, the famous one, that, the first scene shot we ever saw from the movie, John Wick on the horse. Yeah. What if we added a horse to it? It's just a lot of what, what if, if entire, what, what if John Wick weaponized a horse? You get to see the results. Exactly. It's fucking astounding. Ridiculously good. Um, what if John Wick had to take various parts of the same gun, because not some of them weren't working, to reconstruct a gun, to get one shot in to steal somebody else's gun? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. What fucking if, mental. What if he had a samurai sword fight? <laughs> what if he had it on a motorbike? Etc. 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 Just everything is just up in the ante of like, right? What crazy situation can we chuck him into next? Yeah. It's it's like a Mad Libs that's really, really, really got out of hand. Yeah. And and yes, character suffers from that. I must say, and it still annoys me. Annoy me in the first two movies. Yeah, is the worst catchphrase in cinema history. Mm. What is that? That's not cool. It's just him going. Yeah. Like, it's it's almost like his voice is the catchphrase because I, I do feel like. I'm kind of thinking I'm back was a decent enough line in context. I was like, I like the whole I'm back. Thing. Yeah. Um, cause it, cause it spoke not only to the character of John Wick, but also Keanu's. Yeah. 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 But it's just a lot of, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a B level, B movie level script dragging along A plus action. Yeah. And like, it kind of works because if you just accept it as this like shitty B movie, that is just, you know, it's not trying to be up front, it's not trying to be avant-garde or anything, it's just, you want to see people get kicked in the head? Yay! Here's <laughs> some people being kicked in the head. Um, but I feel like he's the polar opposite to Lawrence Fishburne, who is just going all out crazy, chewing oh, scenery. So, and I prefer that to, <laughs> yeah. So before we get to Lawrence Fishburne, let's first talk, whilst we're saying yeah, about, uh, about John Wick himself, Man of the Hour, uh, Keanu Reeves, back for a third time, delivering... What is, what seems to be fucking grade A stunts and choreography with no double? I'm assuming he's got a double for some of the he shots. He has. He was on uh, Graham Norton. He was saying, like, he's not like Jackie Chan. He does give a lot of his stuff to his stunt double. So if it's him firing the guns, he's fine. But if he's in an altercation, he's usually got someone else. Oh, really? Standing. Oh, okay. Yeah, apparently. So him on well, the... whoever's doing it is doing yeah. a bang, bang yeah, yeah, yeah. job. So Good like, God. him on the horse wasn't always him. Him mm. on the bike wasn't always him. But... That fucking photo of him shooting a guy in the head oh, on the back just... of the horse. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a wonderful thing. So um, frame that. Yeah, he's... There's some really good bits. This is the thing, when Keanu decides to turn up, it's really good. Mm. Like, there's a bit where he has to talk in Russian. Yeah. And he's, like, battered fuckless at this point. <laughs> and he's just trying to convince this woman to help him, and he gets really, like, mean and angry with her, which mm. is the first time you kind of see him, like, get... Not necessarily mean, but, like, he's, like, this is what's going to happen yeah. about it, in taking control of the situation. That's really good. I suppose it's just him going, yeah, that I hope <laughs> <laughs> It's my problem. It's, it's just my the, problem. yeah... 
Yeah, like it's like frame, like phew, it's like a yippee kaye or a mm. I'm back, but it's just yeah. That's not as cool, is it, Keanu? You could have woozle was it? You could have come up with something better to say. Set it to wombo. I don't know. The Simpsons quote for everything. That's not um, Simpsons. That's woozle wuzzle is. Oh, woozle wuzzle is. Yeah, I didn't do it. That doesn't work. Yeah. Woozle wuzzle. Um, <laughs> anyway, wow, that's just a quote even I didn't know. Yeah, there you holy go. shit. Um, so they, they try and. Like I said, the people from the raid are there, and they're just there to do raid stuff. Basically. And to earn Keanu's respect, which is cool. Yeah. Um, Halle Berry turns up for a scene. She's good in it, though. Yeah. She's really good in it. And it's another one of those, John Wick has a backstory we're not telling you about. But I kind of, I appreciated it more than the Russian scenes, purely because it felt like a tangible relationship, rather than Keanu groveling to some B-grade Russian actor we don't know. Yeah, yeah. It felt like somebody who was like, you dare turn up here like that. There is an animosity yeah. between those two people already. And there is, again, there's history. And it's not like these films don't have an interesting story. It's just they have a fucking batshit insane story. Yeah. So I I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I would like to see Harry Belly, t- Halle Berry, sorry, not Harry Belly. That's, I don't know who that's, that guy that's is, not but... a thing. Um, I'd like to see her turn up again, but I can see why that would be a one and done. I'd be okay if they just keep filling it with cameos of just like every yeah. movie you meet like three random people who just turn up for a fight. <laughs> like I'm sure Jackie Chan isn't doing anything. He could turn up for a little bit. Or well, we something. get we get we're gonna get so far down this rabbit rabbit hole. It's gonna be like oh, John Wick's electrician. Here comes Robert De Niro. Yeah, like, exactly. I was going. I'm perfectly okay with that situation. Um, yeah. So shit, who else? Oh, what's his face turns up as well. Um, Lawrence Fishburne's second in command, and I now can't remember his oh, name. Oh yeah, the guy. He's from. He's from. He's been in everything. He's been in the league. He's, he's been in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's in Parks and Rec. Oh god, what's his he's name? Dennis Feinstein in Parks and Rec. I know. I'm trying he's, to find his name. Um, it's really annoying. Rosa Diaz, his boyfriend, uh, in Brooklyn Nine. Oh, Jason Mantazukas. That's him. You'll know him when you see him. Yeah. Um, it's that guy. It's that the, guy. The insane guy. I didn't expect Everything. him to turn up. Because he's not really got a big part. But mm. I think people are just clamouring to be in John Wick movies. Pretty which much. Which is cool. Um, Ian McShane, McShane's back as Winston. Yes. I fucking love Ian McShane. I, I know it's the same character every time. <laughs> yeah. And I know there's no there's no progression with that character. But I just... I feel like I this movie may have given him something though. Well, there's this there's this B plot to the film, isn't there? About yeah. after John Wick assassinated a member of the high table, in the previous film, this film is supposed to be the pushback from the high table to say, right, okay, you're ex- yeah, you're excommunicated. Not only did you kill excommunicado, excommunicado, Oof. Ooh. rolls off the tongue. It does. I love it. <laughs> Um, um, but after he killed a member of the high table, not only did he kill them, but also did it on company grounds where you're not supposed to kill people. It's apparently the worst thing you can do. So you bring in this character who doesn't get a name, uh, just known as the Adjudicator, uh, being played by Asia Kate Dillon. The only thing I know her from is Orange is the New Black. Ah. And even then, she's not great in that. No. And I didn't think she was great in this. Yeah. She's supposed to be this kind of the the I give the orders around here, don't fuck with I me. I speak character. with the authority of the high table. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't buy it. it didn't connect, did it? No. She, there's a moment in the film when she's in a room with John Wick, Ian McShane, and Lance Reddick, and she's easily player four in that situation. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's, you are not competing she's here. She's the Cyclops of this uh, <laughs> X Men Legend situation, <laughs> yeah. isn't she? 
No one wants uh, to be Cyclops. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I get you. She just... And again, when she turns up, it's usually, you know, because we need to have a, a little bit of a breather from the John Wick action pieces. Mm. So it's a whole thing of basically the, the hotel's being audited. <laughs> You know, there's probably better ways to dress that up, but that's basically an uh, overlong inspection of the hotel <laughs> yeah. to make sure they're up to code. Doesn't that sound thrilling? Um, <laughs> what can only be described as a cabinet reshuffle. Yeah, you know? <laughs> because they needed... Obviously, you get Ian McShane involved. And I, I get it. If, it. if you were just with Keanu all the way through, that might get a bit tedious. You yeah. need something else. I mean, as B-plot go, it's not bad, because it does tie into the ending very nicely. It does. The two, the two plots are married back up at the end. Mm. Um, and it leads to a hell of a final scene mm. in the hotel itself, which, oh, good God. Um, but yeah, it, it's she wasn't great, mm. and she kind of hampered that plot. And I don't think Liam McShane was in full scene-chewing form. Not as good as he was in Chapter 1, I think. No. But he's still Ian McShane. He's still like... He's still funny to you. And he's still from the Concierge Theatre, because yeah. he's great. Lance Reddick. He's got he, a name, isn't he? Yeah, Car- Charon? Caron? Caron? What, whatever your character was called in... Um, oh, yeah. That, it's Caron. That. Yeah. yeah, Caron. Lance, Lance Reddick is great. Um, I, I, and he took the dog in, so he's instantly the best character, so, you know. He did, yeah, again, they go to great lengths to assure you the dog is fine. Yeah, don't worry, this is not a repeat. Yeah, everything, don't worry, he's not going to die again. He's fine. I know people who refuse to watch the first movie because the dog dies. Yeah. But, so so do I, I'm marrying her. Yeah, <laughs> one's upstairs now, she's going like, no, dog gets hurt, I am watching that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right. Um, <laughs> we say done a fucking cool movie. That's fine. She wouldn't sit through this. Nah. It's not for girls, is it? Ha ha. Anyway, Halle Berry. Enjoy what you want. Halle Berry's great. Isn't yeah. oh, remember her storm? Oh. <laughs> um, got it. That one, no problem. Oh, uh, that was a good yeah. one. Yeah. You get to the other side. Like I said, Lawrence Fishburne is just full like pantomime here. It's fucking glorious. Yeah, it's he knows fantastic. what level of movie he's in, and he's making no bones about it. He's enjoying it though. Oh, he's loving life. I love that he's enjoying it. I did think. Sorry, just real quick. I thought from the trailer because I, I only like watch it on YouTube or something. I thought the Adjudicator was played by Carrie Ann Moss. And I was like, oh, we've just gone full Matrix reunion. <laughs> fucking a. Okay, that would, that would be incredible, and also would kind of have. In hints of Daredevil about it, which I'd be okay with. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I felt like she would have been. Like, maybe they wanted someone younger, but you get Carrie Ann Moss in there. Carrie Ann Moss could act, act this woman. That'd be, I'd be all for that. Mm. Um, I think that's basically. All. Oh, Bron of the Blackwater turns up. Jerome Flynn turns up to be yeah, the bad guy for a little I bit. I forgot about that. Yeah, just Bron. He has a scene. I feel like they have to cast a Game of Thrones person in every John Wick movie because obviously Theon Greyjoy's in the first one. Yeah, don't know who's in the second one. Completely forget. Somebody, I guess. Somebody. They had Common. Has Common (laughs) been in Game of Thrones? He's Common dead now. I don't fucking care. Common die in John Wick 2? No, I don't think he did. Didn't he he leave a pencil in his neck? Wasn't that the whole deal? Oh, was he the pencil guy? No, no, no. The pencil guy went straight through the eye. I think he left a a small knife and he's like, don't pull it out. Oh, yeah, you're right. Go straight to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, With you. Oh, they could have had the Sansa fight again by finding away the peak of John Wick 2. Oh, I do, I do like that bit. Love it. Um, right, action scenes, basically, all that's left to discuss. One more. Did, did, we talk, did we talk about the the rival to John Wick in this movie? Oh! The ninja guy. Yes. Played by... His name was Zero, apparently, although it was never said. No idea. Played by Mark Dacosis? Deco- Mark? Here, here's, here's his name, Darren. Mark Allen Dacascos. De- yeah, see what I mean? Dacascos? Cool. Whoever you might know him as the Iron Chef. Because he was the Iron Chef in the... Um, 
American version. No. Seriously? Uh, it's what it says on Wikipedia, beginning 2005, Dacosis, or whatever you pronounce it, has portrayed the chairman on Iron Chef America. Yeah. What? There you go. Like a I'm confused. Is he actually a chef, or is he like was he playing? I think the Iron Chef. Oh god, hang on. Or was it like a, like a banker situation on Deal or No Deal? There's gonna be. I've got to find this clip because I didn't realize it was him until I looked it up afterwards. And I right, wasn't... you carry on. I'll talk about it. Yeah. So he's basically John Wick's main adversary slash biggest fangirl. So he's out. To, he's basically the one the adjudicator. The adjudicator decides we got to get rid of John Wick. Have you made a discovery? Uh, I found the video. Uh, I'm sure this is him. That's him, right? That's definitely him. It's it's incredible. I'm really sorry for the audio on this. Everyone, just Google Iron Chef beer, uh, because then you get the peak of this man's acting ability. Here it comes. Oh. Wow. Okay. Now, what confuses me about this is this shows that he can he, he can speak. Normally, yeah. So why is he doing such a terrible? Again, unless it's playing to the B movie roots mm. of him having like this really bad Japanese American oh, accent. The, the faux accent is so bad. Like it, it, to begin with, he's speaking fluent Japanese, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then he drops it, and you're like, no, go back. I've changed yeah. my mind. I prefer it. This is the part of the movie where everyone is an assassin. So like literally, John Wick walks down a street, and uh, the guy making kebabs. <laughs> The woman just tending the shop. But will he deep fry those kebabs? Yeah, who knows? Find out next time. <laughs> the people sat on bikes. Literally, everyone he walks past goes, mm. <laughs> He happens to walk past the shop where the entire Korean mafia are. He's just come out <laughs> and attack him. And they, they, they just fucking pelt over yeah, into the so knife shop. The adjudicator just walked up to like a Japanese like street bar and they'll go, hello. And then like in 10 seconds, like, I need you to kill John Wick. And then the two geezers from the back stand up and it's the two guys from the raid. You're like, <laughs> Oh, okay, cool. Here Is this go. where we're going? Yeah, Wherever so, they turn up, it's pretty cool. That they, yeah. The whole the shinobi ninja style thing they have going on is real cool. Yeah, so this guy is basically just like... He's like Nemesis from, from Resident Evil. He's mm. just out to get you. He's just the big bad who's just constantly chasing you. It leads to a good fight scene. But they have this weird relationship where he... He knows exactly about John Wick, and John Wick is basically doing the Thanos, I don't know who you are thing. But he, like, probably fangirls out, like, I'm really... Expect- when they get... Yeah. I won't give it away, but they have, like, a conversation before the big fight, and he's mm. basically him just transpires, like, I'm your biggest fan. Like, he's just, like, completely falling over him. So what I'm saying is, he's Syndrome. Oh, my God, he is Syndrome. He's Syndrome. Well, there we go. Oh. That explains everything. Um... Yeah, he was. The characterization wasn't great, but it led to a good fight. I could say that about literally anybody in the movie. Yeah, basically. It wasn't greatly scripted or thought out or three dimensional, but fuck, they can throw a kick. <laughs> That's all I need. Um, this is the thing. I don't really think there's much more to, to pick apart. It leaves us in an interesting place. It I will does. say that without giving anything away. I didn't think it would leave us in the place it did. No. I. Not to give too much away, but I thought there would this would be more of an end game than an Infinity War. Yeah, I thought trilogy seems tight, get it wrapped up. Where else can we really go? Turns out there's lots of places. They've already in its number four. Mm. This is, I think, Keanu's. It was like it's his highest opening for like a very very long time. It knocked Endgame off the top of the charts in in America. Yep. So it's doing gangbusters. So clearly, it's no longer like called hit John Wick. It is now franchise John Wick. It's 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 weird. It's it, we live in this 
place where, you know, it's it's the Fast and Furious, isn't it? It's exactly like that. Yeah. In the sense of, it was all performing all right before, then it really took off, and now it's going to change direction. Because I must say, before this movie came on, the, the one for Hobbs and Shaw played. Oh, fuck me. And it's like, got Idris Elba as like a super meta-human, <sighs> and I was like, wasn't this about Vin Diesel stealing Toyotas? Yeah. At one point, this is about street racing. Um, and it's what's about, happened? I thought, I thought, well, it's not. Te- it's the Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. All right. Does the Rock not have enough action franchises under his belt that he needs to spin off? Does the Rock one? not have enough films coming out this year? Does the Rock not have enough money? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So he's, like, he's working on Jumanji Two. The Jungle Cruise is coming sooner rather than what later. What the fuck and why? Like oh, because every Disney ride has to become a. a, a Movie at some point. Fantastic! I wait for fucking Carousel of Progress. Fuck, fuck me dead. Spaceship Earth. Spaceship. Earth. Oh God, no! Oh, Tree I... of Life. Tree of Life. I don't even mind Tree of Life that much, but Spaceship Earth can fuck off. Oh, I hate that. I hate that ride. The Amazing World of Avatar. The Amazing World of Avatar. The two, three, four, and five just got announced. Darren, we don't need any more. Rafiki's Rainforest Watch. Rafiki's Rainforest Watch. Can you tell I've been researching a lot of yeah. Disney recently? I'm all about that. If I can pet a goat. Woo! Um, yeah, I'm going to give a spoiler warning at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will give it hearty recommendation. Yeah. You've got to be in the mood for it. I don't think... I don't think this is one you can come into cold necessarily just because of how heightened the reality is. Mm. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that's not even explained to you. But you, if you're in tone with the world, you just kind of go with it like all the doohickeys like I mentioned. Yeah. Um... I'd, I'd at least watch the first one, maybe even the second one, just to give yourself a primer. And if you're not in, well, if you're not into action scenes, I don't think you're watching. You listen to this review anyway. But no. yeah, it's more of the same. And I think it's, it's not as good as number one, but I think it is better than number two. Yeah, I think it's better quality than number two. I think one is better because it's a tighter, shorter, smaller, mm-hmm. more intimate feeling film. But this one clearly is going for the spectacle. Again, the the, the plot is B-movie batshit insane, but you know what? There is a certain level of charm to that, and I really dig where this is going. I dig where it's come from. I just want more John Wick, and I'm happy that we're going to get a fourth, even though it would feel needed to have a trilogy. But yeah, it's good. Go watch it. Spoiler alert! Do you know how I laugh whenever Captain America like boots somebody like really hard and yeah. they go flying? I giggled so much during these action yeah. movies. Especially the one in the Knife Museum. That was fun. Two blokes and a footload of cutlery. <laughs> where he's just chucking like knives through the head. The <laughs> yeah. one at the end where he just gets the... Oh, the axe. He's just uh, like you do on Zelda. And <laughs> just bang straight through the eye. <laughs> God, it's hard to review action. It is. It's, it's hard. A, a, now, even though we have spoiler warning, though, it's still difficult just to portray just how mad some of these scenes are. So, killing big dude with a book. Yeah. Very satisfying. Putting it in his mouth and then just fucking hammering <laughs> it in. And then inevitably getting him over to the table, sticking his neck over the yes, spine and just cracking oh, him. Oh, oh. That's bad. Then there was the... Knife Museum with the Korean Mafia. Yeah. Hell of a sentence. Um, the horse bit. The horse bit is mad. Oh, slapping the horse on the ass to knock a dude in the head. See, that was the most unrealistic part of the entire movie. I was like, you just fired a gun and none of the horses moved. Yeah. Those are some fucking well-trained horses <laughs> in the middle of Manhattan. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I suppose they're the ones carrying the, the carriages. I suppose, yeah. but all right. Yeah, but you know, it's not going to be like Crazy Dave's deaf pallbearers. Like, you know, those no. horses are going to hear shit. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, they... Uh, just getting like basically using the horse as a gun. <laughs> now, <Yeah>. bang! 
It's that was great. So good. And um, then you get the horse versus bike chase. That's fantastic. That one's fun. So that's when he kind of gets to the cinema, isn't it, with the Russians, the theatre. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's basically like Black Widow's um, Red Room yeah, deal. Of like, this is basically where it turns out John Wick is Russian. Yeah. Didn't know that. What's it? They said his name, didn't they? His actual name. Jeff Ge- Ge- something Jovanovic. Janovic. Jovanovic. Like, Similar. Like Either way, it essentially works out that potentially his first name starts with J O and his last name starts with J O. So it's 100% confirmed canon that John Wick is a JoJo. So I'm looking forward to him getting a stand and fighting some anime dudes. You won't get that reference, Darren. Uh, what you, I've heard a lot of JoJo. What's a JoJo? It's bizarre. I, there's only one thing. I, well, it's called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I must introduce you to some of it because it's um, it's peak anime. I'm going to be honest with you. Giordani Jovanovic. Giordani. So he's JoJo. But he's, yeah, JoJo. Uh, right. So horse fight Russians. Which that was that kind of speaking of. There's a backstory here that we just not. They don't feel he's relevant to tell us, mm. and I'm kind of okay with that. It and just, more to the point, apparently he's got a, a punch ticket tattooed on his back because they they, yeah. they brand him with a cross, and that's a, that's like you know yeah, voiding a ticket apparently. But I really liked him. He's like I am old, and he's like I'm <laughs> yeah. dead. Fucking get me to where's he go? Marrakesh. Marrakesh. Yeah, fucking get me to Morocco. Oh, is it Casablanca? Casablanca. That's sorry, it. not Marrakesh. Um, see, then he goes to Morocco. And he meets Hattie Berry. Well, that scene's cool. That scene, yeah. She's got those two. I, I got nervous about those dogs. I oh, the, like uh, the Alsatians. Yeah. They were great. They were good in their actions, yeah, because basically he goes and fights Bron uh, from Game of Thrones and Brock gets killed. And then it's the <laughs> Who dog. makes the mistake of shoot the dog? Shoot the dog. <laughs> um, and even though the dog is clearly wearing bulletproof armour, he still shoots the dog. Fucking shoot the dog in the head. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, the dog. I thought the dog died. Yeah. And I was like, where's this second dog come from? Third dog, even. But no, the dog was fine. Oh. Uh, that whole thing of just, he shot my dog. I know. <laughs> like, that was a great setup. And then it's just him. Basically, Harry Berry has basically got two Pokemon on his side. You go, <laughs> that one. Go, Grave. Um, it's amazing. More um, importantly, the dogs did their own stunts. <laughs> yeah. Including the big wall run. No. That, that, serious, serious. Oh, wow. They did the big wall run. Oh, wow, it's so good. It's an extended sequence of, of dogs going straight for the dick. Y- yeah. Straight for the dick. Do you know that joke in Kick-Ass 2 is like, Strong's? And he just, Jim Carrey gets his yeah. dog to bite everyone in the balls. Yeah. Imagine if that was rolled out to an entire <laughs> action scene. <laughs> that, for five minutes, in very, almost at one point, at one shot, but then they do some cuts for... Um, some of John Wick's bit because John Wick is playing second fiddle in that scene. You, you're there for the dogs. Yeah, absolutely. They kind of still do that, but that, that's good because it helps. Like, like I said, the variety of action you get in this film mm. really helps just kind of break everything up and not just have it be gunfight, gunfight, gunfight. Mm. No, and when the gunfights turn up, they're good. I mean, in that in that scene, John and um, Halle Berry are still running around with guns and shooting yeah. people, but you're kind of in it for the dogs. So then he walks out into the desert. Oh, this is the bit that annoyed me. I didn't fucking get this. I liked the whole battling your way out of Casablanca to drive into the desert, but then it evolved into John Wick walking Lawrence of Arabia style just into the fucking void to then end up at some kind of oasis with apparently the head of the high table. Yeah. Where he's like, all right, well, if you lop off one of your fingers, we'll bring you back into the fold. Yeah. 
gruesome. Like, this is what Assassin's Creed should have been. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so that that very much feels like one a plot contrivance to getting back to New York, mm. but then also the setup for what will be four and five. Yeah, because clearly, given the end of the movie, what we're driving towards is him taking out the high table. Mm. And kind of saying, we're just going to let... Him and Lawrence Fishburne have been based on the same page of, like, why will any other people tell us what to do? We'll just run it ourselves, basically. Mm. So, set up work, but, I, yeah, I didn't much care for... Which is a shame. John Wick Vision Quest. I, mm, yeah, I didn't like that. It's Space Coyote but, for my liking. <laughs> when it gets back, though, you get the... Um, mot- motorcycle katana fight. Yes. That's a fucking I'm thing. I'm guessing they were all... Um, I've completely forgotten his goddamn name. Zero? Oh my god, no, John Wick, uh, oh, no. What? The actor who plays John Wick, oh my god. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, because he owns a bike, he owns a motorbike company, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. I imagine they were all his, so good advertising on Keanu. Well done. Um, Yeah, that's, it's a good fight. I don't think it's one of the better ones. It's it's still batshit insane. It's still mad. It's all good. And then I do like him crashing outside the hotel and literally just getting a hand on the step <laughs> yeah. and it being like, base! Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, and then the... I, Tag off, you can't. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you can't. I'm on base. You can't touch me on base. Um, and then you get... I, I think the last scene is my favourite. The the whole, the fight inside the... Um, the Continental? Mm. That's his name, isn't it? Yeah. The Continental Hotel with John Wick and the Concierge versus... The random bus of SWAT assassins that the that high table has on retainer at all times. Not just one coach, but two. Yeah. What? Were they as, just... if, as if no one's going to... Can you imagine, like, the guy who owns the pizza place next door? Be like, yeah. oh, blimey, this hotel's busy. <laughs> oh, busy night, busy night. Because this thing, like I said, you've got to turn your brain off because you think, right, were, do they just keep those buses... Is there just a, a place in New York with, like... 40-odd geezers just ready to go and do high-table bidding. Who are these 40 geezers? What do they get up in their spare time? <laughs> did they just... Did the, the arbiter just... Not the arbiter. What was the name? What? The, oh, the adjudicator. The adjudicator just, like, texts a thing and then there's a lot of... Them, Come on, lads, get on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> they have to do, like, the roll call on the way. Yeah. <laughs> Anderson, present. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know. that, that's mad. But again, it gives us... It necessitates a fun scene of them just, like... We need more guns. If not, they've booked those coaches, and I feel sorry for those drivers. <laughs> Where are you going, lads? <laughs> oh, don't worry. We won't tell your boss about this on Monday. As an only falls and horses quote for everything. Yeah, it's uh, couch just blown. <laughs> it's 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 mad. It makes no sense, but it's worth it for that scene. The, the 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 it's where they get the hands on the shotguns. Oh my god! Good god! And they're just blowing geezers' heads. And I don't mean like oh they're blowing their heads off. Dudes' heads just aren't there yeah. anymore. They're putting like armor piercing rounds into oh, dudes. It's oh so god. yeah, because he can't pierce them to begin with. So he's having to punch them to the ground to get in yeah. between the helmet and go for the Shooting fucking the soft neck. bit. Yeah, oh, so it's a beautiful thing. More guns. That's a, that's a better catchphrase than. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, more guns. More guns. <laughs> and yeah, so we so we get all the way through that. John Wick is battered fuckless again, <laughs> and he gets on the roof, and it's like, okay, it's basically a truce. The um, I keep wanting to call her the adjudicator. She's not called that. She's yeah, called that's the, what she's called. Is it? The yeah, she's the adjudicator. 
the adjudicator gets on the roof and it seems like we're about to have the ceasefire and everything's going to be fine. Mm. And then uh, Ian McShane just twats John Wick off the roof. I thought that was planned until the end. Same. I was like, this, they've thought about this. This was the contingency plan. Yeah. Whatever. But no, it's just Ian McShane just boots him well, off the roof. That's the thing. If you wouldn't have seen where John Wick went and you thought maybe he's landing on a crash mat or something's there to catch him. Oh no, he gets fucked up a building and hits everything on the way down. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, John Wick's dead. I should have known better, but I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> so basically it was just a power play by Ian McShane to stay in control because mm. they were trying to get rid of him and now he's like, look what I did, I killed the boogeyman. I killed Baba Yaga. Well, it was, it was a whole thing, wasn't it? They were they were about to have that fight and then they're like, they essentially turn into, they, they start doing the thing at the end of Ready Player One, the we're not going to take it thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is their version. Precisely. Uh, and... And then, then they just one eighty the one eighty, like we just it, spun in a circle. We've gone the exact same place in the plot. It, not sure. I was no, okay with that. it just feels like not a swerve for a swerve's sake, but it's a swerve to necessitate necessitate at least one more, if not two, movies. Because mm. I imagine your next one is in plotting revenge on Ian McShane, and then your fifth one is taking out the high table. Mm. Now, if he if that del- if both of those two deliver, I'm going to retroactively look be- back on this with a better thing. But I mean, we've come from a situation where John Wick 1 was a relatively realistic movie. Mm. And like, he takes a lot of damage in that. He's like, really not doing well. And now he's just superhuman. Not only does he survive the fucking vision quest in the desert and should have been dead. Now he's just been chucked off a roof, off a tall building. I think like five stories tall. Hits the wall, the fire escape, and then just hits the ground. Mm. He doesn't hit a mattress or I think he hits a dumpster. Yeah, I think he does. fucking bang into concrete and then they just stick him in a wheelbarrow and he's fine again <laughs> yeah. and they just launch him at this wheelbarrow on the floor and he just looks up and goes yeah I'm like mate we've gone again number two helps me the headcanon of this I'm like right we left the realistic world behind Yeah, we were always living in this hyper reality we just didn't know it in the first movie so it's fine but yeah, I'm not. I'm not crazy about it unless the two movies deliver, and then I think I'll feel better about it. And I, I think they have to bring an end to that that B movie plot. It has to be. You have to escalate two more times. I question whether there is two more levels of escalation to this, unless, to, to quote uh, Polygon's uh, Brian David Gilbert, um, he needs to either become a god or kill a god, <laughs> and I don't know which is worse. You are right because in this one it was like right. We've done motorbike. We've done horse. We've done knives. We've done dogs. It's like, what is next? Isn't it like fucking porcupines? Oh, <laughs> have some of that. They're gonna, they're just gonna put, they're gonna get like pages from the dictionary, stick them on a dartboard, and go right, boom, fridge, picture frames, sweet, do it. Like I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it, Segway, boom, <laughs> boom, bow and arrow. Okay. <laughs> John Wick is gonna use a boom, flail in boom, the backseat of a Volvo. Sweet, okay, <laughs> awesome. Let's go for it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Oh no! See, now these are good. I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> Flail on a hovercraft would be a hell of a. <laughs> She's bombing through the Everglades. Man, got me morning star. Here we go. Uh, Fighting people off who are on the backs of alligators. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Again, if you accept the crazy, it's kind of fine. Like he's going to be shooting aliens by the end of this one. 
What if this is all just... John Wick 5, Baba Yaga Bayou, I'm down. There's still time for them to be like, this is just a, a program in the Matrix, <laughs> which actually would make more sense at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, that's right, it's just Neo got bored one day and plugged in. <laughs> and if they just, every movie adds like a few more Matrix actors to it. Yeah. So like, Carrie Ann Moss turns up and someone else from Matrix. Um, Red Skull, I don't know. Red Skull guy, yeah, Hugo Weaving Hugo turns Weaving. up. Yeah. And then... Someone else from the Matrix. I haven't watched those in a while. Um, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Turns out it's just a Wachowski film. We didn't know. <laughs> uh, there we go. But yeah, I... until the ending is John Wick in space. <laughs> yeah, you may as well. Yo, Freddie went there. Not oh. Freddie. Yeah, Jason yeah. from Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, he went to space. Screw it, John Wick's X. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, away, Michael. Well, you can go and follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at, at that Michael, and you can go and follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram at, at the Guttridge, or you can go and follow the site on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, and Spotify. I'm pretty sure our name's in the link for that. Fuck it, let's just say it. Under the username FowlyNT, that's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. You can go to foulentertainment.com for more shit like this and other writing things. Um, what was the last one we put up? It was the... We did the biopic episode... Yes, the biopic episode was the previous podcast. The previous article oh, was uh, Phase Four. Yes, my predictions for Phase it Four. Was very good. Can we please do a pitch another Phase Four movie? Because I have had the best fucking idea for really? a soundtrack for Guardians Three. I mean, the, I heard a song that I already like, and I was like, if that's not the song for the final act of Guardians Three, then there is something going wrong. It is. So perfect. Anyway. God, I hope it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every rose had its Oh, I got really into poison the other day. I think Every rose had its fawn is just so deep. Hear me out. <laughs> Have you heard of sticks? <laughs> anyway, so go and follow us on all those things. Go listen to some other podcasts, read some other articles, and we will see you back here next week for another episode of Pop Score. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.